just all that he's done in my life, all that he's doing in this church. I thank God for my wife. I thank God for my kids. They all, they all help me a lot more than they realize. I thank God for everyone in this church. And uh, I'm just grateful to be a man of God amongst people of God. And I thank God for every single one of you. If you have your Bibles, you can go ahead and it's already going. All right, we got the recording going already. Go ahead and stand with me. I do have a lot of scripture to read. However, that being said, I want to make sure I'm setting the atmosphere correctly before we move forward. Turn in your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 14, and we're going to be reading verses 12 through 15. Isaiah 14, 12 through 15. When you're there, say amen. All right. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. Turn with me now to the book of Luke, chapter 10 and verse 18. Luke 10 and verse 18, when you're there, say amen. All right. These are the words of Jesus. It says, and he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Amen. Turn now to the very first book of the Bible, Genesis. Genesis chapter 3, we're going to read verses 4 and 5. Genesis 3, 4, and 5. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, your eyes shall be opened. This is key right here. And ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Jump down to... Verses 14 through 19. Verses 14 through 19. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. Sorry. I'm, and it, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply the sorrow 
and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed, cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee. And thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. I'd like to ask Pastor to ask the blessing. Lord Jesus. Clap your hands to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You may be seated in Jesus' name. My title tonight is somewhat of a question, but it's also an answer. Why the devil hates us so much? You ever wondered that? Has that ever been a question? Why does the devil just hate me so much? Why does the devil hate me so much? What was, the, what was Lucifer's sin that actually got him kicked out of heaven? The Isaiah account tells us that Lucifer said, he would exalt his throne above the stars of God. He said he would be like the Most High. He wanted to be like God. His sin was simple. He wanted to be God. He wanted to be God. However, Lucifer was a created being. Lucifer was a cherub. The Bible says he was a, a, a cherub that covereth. Now what does that mean? That means he actually was a cherub that covered the throne of God. He was right there in the midst of God, in the presence of God. He was an angel. He was the most knowledgeable of all the angels, the most beautiful of all the angels, the most talented, the most gifted. Now, a lot of people say, a lot of people like to use the, the terms, say that Lucifer was the choir director in heaven. And I'm not going to read all the scriptures. If I had time, I would. But... I think he was much more than just the choir director. The Bible talks about him being full of jewels and all of these things, right? The jewels that were within him, actually the light shining from God, those jewels reflected that light and it created such an atmosphere that we could not even imagine the beauty. The jewels within him reflected the glory of God and it created that atmosphere. He did so much more than just be a choir director. He was actually the music, the sound that came from him. It was the sound of the glory of God bouncing off of him. It was God's glory bouncing off of him, and it created the most heavenly, most amazing music you could even imagine, stuff that we probably could, couldn't even imagine. His very being created the musical sounds. It was almost for certain more beautiful than anything we've ever heard. His talent created pride within himself. 
he decided he wanted to be the one to be worshipped. He wanted to be the one to be worshipped. He wanted to be God. Now, we don't have any time frame in the Bible. The Bible doesn't tell us a time frame of when the angels were actually created. Unlike us, the angels were created outside of time and space. They were created in eternity, and eternity actually has no time and space concept. So we don't know how long they were there. We don't know how long it was before he went rogue and decided he wanted to be like God. However, one thing that we can say, we can, assure, we can almost rest assured in saying that the angels, Lucifer, everyone up in heaven, no one had ever seen the angry side of God. All they ever knew was love. All they ever knew was the loving side of God, the compassionate side of God, until Lucifer, he decided he wanted to be God. He decided to mess with the oneness of God. Now, we see throughout the Bible, and everybody in this church knows, there's only one God. There is no other. The Bible says in James 2 and 19, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and they tremble. Why do you think they tremble? And I've talked about this in a couple of testimonies because this has been on my heart really heavily. They had never seen God mad until that point, until Lucifer had decided he wanted to be God. The Bible says in Revelation 12, 7 and 9, And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. And prevailed not. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan. Which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth. And his angels were cast out with him. Now many people have the idea that there was a huge war in heaven. And it took all kinds of time. And it was, I'm coming after you. And I'm coming after you. And all this fighting going on. I don't believe that's how that went down. Here's why. The Luke 10 and 18. When Jesus said he beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. I don't know the exact speed of lightning. But I know lightning is fast. Lightning is quick. Lucifer and a third of his angels fell with him. They were no match for God. There may have been a war, but the moment God decided it's done, like lightning, they were all cast down into the earth. That was the first time the angels had ever seen God angry. He was angry because Lucifer tried to become God, and he found out quickly there was only room for one God, and he was cast down. Satan, demons, angels, they all know that you don't mess with the oneness of God. So why does the devil hate us so much? Genesis 3 and 5 says that the serpent tells Eve if she eats of the tree that she will be as gods, knowing good and evil. You ever questioned why he used those tactics? In recent time, the only thing he knew was when you mess with the oneness of God, you get punished. When he messed with the oneness of God, he got cast down into earth. Hell was prepared for him and his angels. He knew that. He thought in his mind, if I get Eve to try to become as a god, the same punishment will be placed on her. That's why he tempted Eve that way. 
As soon as Eve ate the fruit, I can only imagine every single demon, every angel, everything around trembled. They didn't know what was going to happen. They all had seen, they had all seen God angry when you mess with his oneness. Here's something that Satan did not think was going to happen. This was the time when Satan was first introduced to two words. Mercy and grace. He was first introduced to mercy and grace. God showed mankind mercy and didn't give us the punish that we, punishment that we deserved. Satan, when he was Lucifer, was the most beautiful being God had ever created. Other than God himself, he was the most beautiful being. He looked upon humans and we were dirt. We were made from dirt. He thought, if I'm going to be punished as this beautiful being for wanting to be God, and I'm going to have them do the same thing, what's their punishment going to be? But no. No. He was seeing a side of God that he had never seen. Mercy, grace, compassion, unconditional love. These were things the devil had never experienced. When Lucifer sinned against God, he was cast out of heaven and destined for hell. And then these humans, us, humans, dirt, mud, we sinned against God and God showed us mercy. He showed us grace. Something that he had never experienced and he knew he never would experience. I got a thousand notes here. I'm so bad at doing 15 minutes. <clears throat> My friend, one of the things that we can be rest, we can rest assured with, the devil hates us, and he hates us because when we sin, when we fall short of God's glory, we can go before God and ask for forgiveness. God will show us mercy. God will show us grace. I have no biblical account of this, so this is just something that I'm, I thought up in my head. But it could be true. Who's to say that there's not some time frame that the devil, his angels, we know that they, they interact with God because of the Job account. Who's to say that they didn't come and, and seek forgiveness, but God was not giving them forgiveness. There's no mercy. There's no grace for the devil. God will never forgive the devil, but God forgives us every day. God loves us every day. He loves us. We wake up and we can ask for forgiveness. He shows us mercy. His mercies are new every morning. Every morning. My friend, the devil hates you because he wants, he wants what God has given us. He wants God's love back. See, at one time, at one time, I can only imagine God loved Lucifer. He was, he was the greatest of all the angels. I can only imagine the love that he showed to Lucifer was unbelievable. Satan has a memory. He can remember that love, but he'll never feel it again. He hates us because God gives to us what we don't deserve. He gives us grace. He does not give us what we do deserve. He gives us mercy. God loves us. That is why the devil hates us so much. That is why. I could keep going, but I want to hear Brother Sturgill preach. I got a feeling God is going to anoint that man back there. And I feel like I've, I've said enough to get my point across. Let's all stand.
Lord, I thank you, God, for your grace, and I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your love. Lord, I thank you, God, that, Lord, when we fall short, God, we are able to come to you, Lord, and confess our sins, and you are faithful and just to forgive us, God. Lord, I love you, and I praise you, and I thank you, God, for all that you've done in my life, all the forgiveness, the grace, the mercy that you have shown me, Lord. And, God, I know that the more the devil comes and fights at me, he's just mad. He's mad at me because you love me more than you will ever love him ever again. You will, there will be no love for the devil ever again. Lord, I thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.